where you found us. Welcome to the Community Church Oxford podcast. We are so honored that you decided to join us. We hope that if you don't have a church home, that you'll find a church home that is a Bible preaching church. However, if you are just checking us out, we're honored that you would do that. We hope that you're encouraged by God's word today. You're also encouraged by the experience that you have through our podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at www.communityoxford.com or check us out on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Again, thank you for joining us today at the Community Church Oxford podcast. Thank you, Jay. Good morning, good morning, community. Man, I'm glad to be here. Uh, like uh, Jay was telling me, telling you guys, my name is Robert Miller. I live here in Oxford, and uh, honored to be here this morning with you guys, to worship with you guys, to give a word from God to you guys. Uh, how this started was uh, Brother Fish uh, had an issue with the bread van. And he called me and he told me, he said, hey, can you come look at this tire? It's been giving us some trouble. So I said, yes, sir. Come by there, look at the tire, check it out. I don't see anything. So I said, let me go in here and talk to Fish and uh, let him know what's going on. So I go in there and talk to him briefly and I tell him like, hey, Fish, I looked at it. I didn't see anything in it. Just keep an eye on it and you know, let me know if it go back down. And he tells me, all right, man, no problem. I want to talk to you real quick. I said, all right, what you got? He said, uh, month of July, I'm going on a sabbatical and uh, I'm not going to be in the church can you do a favor for me? I said, yeah, what's that, Fish? He said, can you preach one Sunday? At that moment, I'm thinking, like, how can I get out of this? And I'm just like, uh, let me pray about it, you know, let me pray about it. He said, okay, you know, pray about it and just let me know if you got time, if you can come and speak with us. I said, all right, I'll, I'll let you know. So at that moment, and, but he said, if you do, we're teaching on Psalms. And I was like, ugh, Psalms. But then he also said, you can't do 51. I'm doing 51. So I'm like, great. So I'm left with this. It's, it's the largest book in the Bible, but it's, it's still a tough book to, to study. So I said, all right, Fish, I'll let you know. A couple days go by, I let Fish know. He said, hey, you know, go ahead, you know, on the 10th, come and speak to the uh, to community. I said, okay, I got you. Now, two things I'm mad about Fish about. Two things. He grabbed Psalms 51, which is a great passage. And the second thing was, he didn't tell me he was speaking last Sunday. And Fish did a great job. I mean, give Fish a hand for that message last week. I mean, it was awesome. So to go behind Fish is going to be tough. So I am not Fish Robson by any chance, any, any being or, or not. But just going after Fish of last week, he said the whole month of July he'll be gone. So Fish, I'm mad at you. If you're watching, I'm mad at you about that, Fish. But... But what God placed in my heart at that moment after he told me the book of Psalms, and I thought about Psalms, and it's, it's one of those books of the, in the Bible that's it's great. I mean, the largest book of the Bible is full of knowledge, but it's, it's, it's not one of those books that just you run to, in my opinion. It's not for me. I think about the book before, which is Job, the man of suffering and going through and just staying the course. And then after Psalms, we have Proverbs, the book of wisdom. But when you think of Psalms, it's just not there. So what I got from Psalms, and I started studying this passage, this book, and Psalms broke down to me what everyone is going through. And it's before Psalms and after Psalms. And what God was telling me was that a lot of the authors in this passage was going through pain. They were suffering. They were angry. They were very lonely. 
they were all manic, and then they were in sin. So I think about myself being Psalms before actually reading. So after I'm reading and studying the Word of God and reading passages to choose from, God just breaks it down to me in Psalms, before Psalms and after Psalms. Now, in the book of Psalms was wrote before current events that happened, like Psalms 51 talks about how David and Bathsheba had committed adultery. So it was a, a time in Samuel. So he's writing about this story here, and he's, he's crying out to God. So we're going to break down Psalms, but how we're going to break it down, we're going to use it as an acronym. And we're going to start with P. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to pray for us right now at this moment. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you to say thank you. Thank you for another day, God. Thank you for just another chance to relay your words to your people, God. Thank you for this time we have together as believers coming to hear your word, God. God, right now at this moment, I just ask you to decrease me, God, and let your spirit abide in me, God. God, anoint my mouth, my lips, God. Let me say what is true to you, your words, God. God, I never, I am honored to be in this moment, in this present, God, but God, I just thank you right now. I thank you for this people. Thank you for your word. And all these things I pray in your precious name, amen. Thank you, Jay. All right, I'm going to move this right here. All right, so I think about P. I'm going to move around here because, you know, it's just me. So I think about P and uh, the psalms that came to me first, and what that P in psalms to me mean is prayer. Prayer. As before, we talked about David and his suffering and going through. David was going through a lot. And just like we all are going through a lot, we're in a lot of pain in a state of mind and things may be going on in our bodies as we get older and, and just life in general. So we're in pain. And in, in that season, in that moment, the first thing we need to do is pray. We need to go to God in prayer. And Psalms 102 is the verse I'm going to be with today. And I'm going to use other verses, but this is our first verse. Psalms 102, verse 1. And in this Psalms, it tells us, the verse is saying, hear my prayer, O Lord, let my cry come to you. Now, even in this moment that I think about this, hear my prayer, O Lord, how many times have we are, have gone to the throne before, we'll go to the phone before we go to the throne. We are quick to call on someone. I need someone. I, uh, who can I call? What therapist I can call? What friend can I call? And then this psalm is saying, hear my prayer. I cry out to the Lord. So it says, hear my prayer, O Lord, let my cry come to you. So even in this season of pain that we are all in, the first thing in the first line of defense is prayer, to fall on our knees and worship with God. That is the intimate way of worshiping God, is going to him in prayer, praying for our situation. He wants to hear from us. Hear our cry, O Lord. This is a cry of distress that this author is going through, of just hearing and crying out to God in prayer. Even last week, how you guys prayed for that young man and his family, how we all got on our knees, even at home, and just prayed with each other and intercede on their behalf. That is what God is calling us to do, is prayer. So as we sit down there and pray and get a relationship with God in a place of understanding and worship is very powerful in what we need to do. Now, the next thing in the Psalms is S, the letter S. So that acronym for S is going to be singing. It's going to be singing. And I think about Psalms 30 and 4. 
30 and 4. Psalms 30 and 4, so singing. And it says, sing praises, 34 and 5, I'm sorry. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry in the night, but joy comes with the morning. And that is suffering. Just to know that we are tearing in the night, knowing that we are going through. But sing praises. Singing praises to God at that moment, knowing like, hey, I'm beat up, I'm hurt, I'm going through. But in this moment, I, God, I would still sing praises to you. Now, me, I'm not a strong singer, but I keep a little beat, a little tune. So, and I was thinking about this in that, in that scripture reading this. I thought about a couple Fridays ago, I was blessed to go to see Maverick City and Kirk Franklin. And Saints, man, it was a good time. I, if, if, if you had a chance to be there, I, I know you feel the same way. If you didn't, if you get a chance to see this group, please go see them. And when I got there, I was heavy in the spirit and just, you know, it was a tough week for me. But getting there and being with other believers and singing praises. And, and I catch myself even in worship with Brother Mark and how he reached out to me and said, hey, uh, send me over the verses that you use so that way I can align with you and the songs that we choose to sing praises together and just worship together. And I catch myself when I'm going through suffering after I have prayed, and then God has probably placed a song on my heart and just, and I just cultivate a song that I love from Maverick City, uh, and it's called Talking to Jesus. And I just catch myself just singing that little bit of Talking to Jesus. And I want to just keep talking to him the rest of my life. So in that moment of life that we are going through suffering, just to sing praises to God. He wants to hear from us, a joyful noise. He wants to hear us sing. Even if you can't sing, even if I'm just talking to Jesus. You got me talking to Jesus. And it's just in that moment of just singing praises. Now, I'm no, I'm no singer, but just hearing that in that moment and then being with other believers just singing God praises for all that he has done for us. Now, it made me lead to my next one in Psalms, which is A, which is to align. How do we align in God's word? And as I'm studying this week, I, I think about a passage. And when you're studying the word of God, I mean, God is still in a position to convict you. And I was convicted after reading this one. So I'm looking up what scripture to use to align with God and I go and I find some fun facts on Psalms. Psalms is the largest book of the Bible. It has the most past, the largest book of the Bible. It has the largest book in it, which is Psalms 119, the chapter, rather. And then it's also the center of the Bible. 594 chapters before this point of the Bible and 594. And the dead center of the Bible is in Psalms. And this verse right here is 118 and 8. This is the center of the Bible, and the word align means to be straight. So when you're straight and centered, and when you align in God's word, this is what it tells us, and this is the scripture that it tells us. It says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. And even this week here, after Fish told me, well, last week he told me he wasn't going to be here. After he preached, he was going to be gone. I then caught myself, and God convicted me in this moment and saying, you know, I was, I was looking for fish. I was looking for fish somewhere up close to be smiling and being fish. You know, when I'm messing up, just look like, hey, fish, am I good? And fish said, I'm not going to be there this week. 
And then I said, that's fine, Fish. You know, I know some other guys that may be there, but one in particular is uh, Sean, who disciples me. And uh, he reached out to me and said, man, let's go have some coffee. I said, okay. And he said, man, I heard you preaching something. I said, yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see, you know, for you. Hey, hey, hey man, I ain't going to be there. I'm looking like, what you mean you ain't going to be there? This is my first time speaking. You have to be there. No, man, I got a men's retreat in Wyoming. I ain't even going to have no service. So all this week, Fish is on a, this month, Fish is on a sabbatical. Sean is in Wyoming. If you're watching, Sean, thanks. You know, no, no reach out, no to my mentors, like, hey, guys, I got questions. But God told me in that moment to take refuge. While suffering is going around us now, and it's not, I couldn't depend on Fish. Couldn't depend on Sean, even my father who had to do a, a service for a member of ours. I, he had to prepare. I didn't get a chance to go over with my dad. And I felt so good after reading that to, to take refuge in the Lord. A refuge is a shelter when chaos is going on in our lives that we don't know, we don't know where, where, where the help is coming from, but take refuge in the Lord. Align in God's word. He is our refuge. He's going to protect us. So now that we are, God is our refuge, he is showing us after we have prayed, singing songs and praises and aligning God's word and taking him as our refuge. Now God is going to start doing things in our life. Now that thing, the next one is L in the book. L, and my L happens to be all things that we need, which is love. So 86 and 5. It say, for you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abiding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. I'll read that one again. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abiding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Now, I don't know anybody in this room that loves me like God loves me. Not even my own parents. They love me, but even, even then, I think my mom was getting frustrated because I couldn't send the directions quick enough. She was even, you know, I'm calling, you're not answering. And I'm like, Mom, I'm, I'm trying. So even at that moment, she, 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 was, she was good, but I kind of felt like she was a little mad at her son. So I say, for you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abiding, and steadfast love. And that's, but the beautiful part about this scripture is I like at the end is love to all who call upon you. Are we calling upon God? Now, when we call upon God, God is going to give, he's going to be good to us, forgiving, and show us steadfast love. Steadfast is just unwavering. He's going to love us through it all. Even David, when David was going through, God was still good to David. He was still forgiven of his acts that he did. And he also still showed David unwavering love. He was still kind, gentle, patient. That's a love right there only God can give us. Only God can give us a love like that to sit down there and know like, hey, God, I'm messed up. I'm hurting out here. I'm in pain. I'm suffering. I'm, I'm catching it from every angle. But when I call upon him, even when I call upon friends that I think and want to be there for me, sometimes the call don't go through. But when I call on the name of Jesus, that's a name that's going to come through. That's a name that's going to say, hey, young man, I'm I'm right here with you. I forgive you for what you did. Hey, and I love you. 
Yeah, we, we, we going through, but we're going to figure this thing out together. And that's a love, saints, that I, I, I love to feel. And I think about how God comes to us in that way. And when God is now loving us in that manner, he is also going to give us something else that a lot of times we, we, we have a hard time giving to other, and that's what we call mercy. So the M in the acronym in the Psalms is mercy. And I, cho- I chose this verse. Yesterday, I, it, was, it was another one, but this, for whatever reason, reason, after studying, God sent me here to Psalms 130 and 4. And it reads, but with you, there is forgiveness that you may be feared. But with you, there is forgiveness that you may be feared. And I thought, and I think about mercy, mercy and forgiveness and just, just God showing us goodness and mercy all the days of our life, but just that forgiveness part that you may be feared. Now I'm 6'2", 230 odd pounds. I'm 32, I'm, 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 I'm young, but my father's right there. And still to this day, I have a fear about this man. I have a fear and a respect for him. The same way, now God is telling us in this scripture, but with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. God is going to forgive us of our sins, but we have to get to a point of fearing God and understanding God. He's a just God, but even David was going through what he was going through. He was afraid that he was going to lose his what? He was asking God to to, to restore in your salvation in me, your joy. I, I have wronged you. But he was afraid that he was, God was no longer with him. He was feared. But God yet and still showed mercy. Saints, we have to show fear in God. We have to know that God means business. We can no longer keep doing things our way. See, before the Psalms, it's, 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 we're in pain and suffering, and we're angry, lonely, and manic, and, and, and in sin. But we have to understand that God is, is, is to be feared and to respect him, to love him, but to fear him, to know that he is going to show us his mercy. But we have to fear God. We can no longer do it our way and the way we think it should be done. So when we fear God, then God is going to bless us with his forgiveness. I cannot continue to do the same things that I've been doing. In, in the word of God, it said, when I was a child, I thought as a child. I spoke as a child. I reasoned as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. We have to respect God. We have to fear God. Now, in this last one, here is the S. And the last one is our salvation. And I wanted to use something from 51, but fish took that away from me. But I was glad I found this passage, Psalms 91 and 15, 91 and 16, I'm sorry, 91 and 16. Ninety-one and sixteen, and it said, "With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation." 
And I was thinking about that with long life, I would satisfy him and show him my salvation. I just get to thinking about satisfying him. How do we satisfy God? And it all kind of came back full circle. And it came back to me, how do I satisfy God? I come to God in prayer, knowing that I'm, I have someone to pray to. I come to God and singing praises. I come to God and aligning in his word. I come to God and he's showing me love and mercy. That's how I satisfy God and listen to his commandments and keeping those commandments. But then it says, show him my salvation. So when I say long life, I will satisfy him. These are the things that I'm striving to satisfy him. But how do you show God his salvation that he blessed you with? I didn't go on that cross for us. Fish didn't go on that cross for us. My dad didn't go on that cross. No, nobody. But his son, Jesus. His son, Jesus, went on that cross for us. And he died for our sins, and then it showed me this. It said, show him my salvation. Now, how do I show God his salvation that he blessed me with? I didn't bless it with myself. God blessed me with it. I then had to go back around, and I said, you know what, God? To show you your salvation, you did something for me that I couldn't do for myself. So now it's my job to pick up that cross, and I start praying with others. I start singing songs with others. I start aligning in God's word with others. I start loving others like God loves me. I start being good and forgiving. And the steadfast love, no matter what goes on, unwavering love to others. And then I show others mercy. And I show others mercy by forgiving them, even though it may hurt, but just to forgive him like my God has forgave me. To understand that this man can forgive me, but he has to fear something for him to even forgive me. That's how we satisfy God and show him our salvation. We show him that by picking up our cross and knowing to show others the same thing that God blesses us with. That's how we satisfy God in our salvation. So, saints, these are the acronym songs that's broke down. Now, just a little homework. Fish told us that we are going to be going over the book of Psalms for three months. But in this time, those were what God has placed on my heart. I want to challenge you all to go home and you find out what your P is. What's your S, your A, your L, your M, and your S? Through this month of studying Psalms, you may hear a scripture that may relate to you in that season. You go home and you fill out what the songs mean to you. So I'm going to pray for us now, if that's okay. God, I thank you. God, I thank you for this time to be able to pour into your people, God. God, we thank you for this word that, that you bless us with today, God. I thank you for just being a humble servant, God, being able to call to your people to to give them the word of God. God, we are not worthy. Many times we have forgot about you. We have left you, God, but yet and still you've been good to us. You've been forgiving and merciful, God, and loving. God, we thank you right now for just this time, God. God, we thank you for this word that we was able to digest, God. 
God, as we go out today, God, let us show others our salvation, God. Let us satisfy you, God. God, we take no credit for anything, God. We give you all the glory and all the praises, God. At this moment, God, I want to ask a special prayer for Brother Fish, God, as he is away from the church, God. We lift him up right now, God. God, we ask you to keep your angels camped around him, God. God, we thank you for him, God. God, we thank you for him being able to take this time, God, to come back to you, God, just like we all had to, God. God, we love you, we praise you, and we praise you. In your precious name we pray, amen. My name is Fish Robinson. I'm the lead pastor here at Community Church Oxford. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Community Church Oxford podcast. We hope that you'll consider joining us again in the future. Until then, God bless.